This DJ Shab, the hottest DJ in the South right now, and you are now tuned in to Tia versus Fancy Cash Podcast. And I'm telling you, it's about to go down, down, down. Welcome back to another episode of the Tia versus Fancy Cash Podcast. So as you guys know, this year, my personal platform is all about love, wealth, and good mental health. And if we're being honest, something that used to drive me crazy was imposter syndrome. So I have a special guest today. I'm going to let her introduce herself, and we are going to dig into imposter syndrome. Yes. Thank you so much, Tia. So hello, everybody. My name is Michelle Welch. I am a high productivity and strategic planning coach. I own... um, a business agency called Prima. Um, Prima Business Agency is committed to working with high-performing entrepreneurs so that they can learn how to master productivity and master their minutes so they can master millions. Um, and with that, we do business development. You know, me in general, I'm a keynote speaker. I also have been in the cleaning industry for about five years. I do cleaning industry coaching, and I also own my own cleaning business. And I also have a nonprofit 501c3 registered here in uh, Florida for, it's called the Single Parent Purpose. And we gear ourselves to primarily help single mothers and single fathers uh, obtain financial freedom, understanding, and just have a tribe and community. So I really appreciate you having me here on your platform to talk about, you know, imposter syndrome and confidence and kind of whatever else we get into. So I'm, I'm super excited. Thank you for having me. Right. So y'all know that my book, comes out on May 12. So if you haven't already ordered it on Amazon, you need to get on Amazon while the price is low <laughs> for the Kindle to get your Kindle version um, for my book. I am the prize is a self-help and personal development book for women who need to learn how to assert their value and learn their worth. And I feel like Michelle was the perfect person talk about dominating in industries as a woman overcoming imposter syndrome and showing up with confidence letting people know like you deserve to be in the room mm-hmm. so um let's tell them like how we met and the work that we've done together i guess over the past what year maybe yeah i think it's been a little bit over a year but we girl we met in tw- on twitter um right which, which was so dope <laughs> i love shout out to twitter because I have created so many relationships and I've made so much money off of Twitter and it's just, it's my favorite platform. I don't think we use it enough, but we met on Twitter and I just loved what you were doing. Like you're just a boss and you just, that your essence, like, you know, it's like a bossy, a boss. It's like, Hey sis, like what's up? Like it wasn't on no like uh, weird vibes. It was more or less like you had an event going on. I wanted to pour into you and I wanted to support you in any way I could. And, and that's how I am. You know, I, I love helping people and I love seeing what someone has. And if I feel like I can help them take it to the next level, there's no shame in my game. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem with, you know, approaching someone and saying, listen, I think if you do something this way, I think it might work. And I mean, any, any advice I've ever given you, I hope it has worked for you. It but, has. It yeah. Has. We, we met on Twitter and from there we just created a, a beautiful friendship and I'm, I'm grateful for it. So, right. So let me tell y'all, Michelle is the smartest person I have ever freaking met. Like <laughs> any advice that she has ever given me, I have applied it and it has worked. And I love just being surrounded around like super positive people or people who like, we kind of sort of in the same industry, but we in different lanes and she don't see me as competition. I don't see her as competition. We see the value in each other. We apply it to our everyday lives and in our business and it works for us. So, and the funny thing is before me and Michelle like formally met and became friends, I was already putting my friends on to her. So I was sewing those seeds <laughs> early, like, oh, girl, you got a cleaning company? Oh, yeah, Michelle is who you need to follow because she's a coach for this industry, and she's, like, killing it. Like, literally, like, I don't know. It's just amazing to just be, just be, just, just to be surrounded around so many, like, amazing people. Like, I don't know. That's a really good feeling. It's just dope to say I'm connected to some, like, some heavy hitters in the world, okay? <laughs> For real, because I think one thing with, with females in the industry, and I'm sure you could relate to this, is, like, everybody sometimes has, like, this weird mask. And it's, like, it's not, it's never that serious. It's, I, I personally don't believe that anyone can walk in my light, ever. Like, in, in the same respect of, I can teach people in my same city how to open up profitable cleaning businesses. It's because you're not me. And I have the confidence to stand on that. Like, I can give you the sauce. I can give you the recipe. I can give you everything I've done. 
but the fact is, is you're not going to execute the way I do. And the fact right. is, is that I know who I am and I know what I stand for and what my values are. And everybody has different values and principles. And I think that's why for me, like it's, it's easy for me to, to, to kind of match myself with the right women um, and take it to that next level because we resonate on a different level. It's like a fair energy exchange. It's like my energy meets your energy and we already have that understanding. Like, you know, that kind of what's explained don't need to be understood type vibe. Like that's what right. it is when you see women that really like what you do is not going to stop me. We could be in the same industry and we can still help each other and we can still grow. So I think that that's just really important when it comes not just with women, but with black women. Right, absolutely. And that's another thing, like, just in business in general, like, just overcoming those insecurities of, oh, she can stop my shine, or she has so much power and so much influence, she blocked my blessing, or she's not going to help me. Like, some people, I hate to hear people say, oh, I reached out to so-and-so, and she left me on red, so I gave up on my dream. F her. Like, who is one person to stop you from being great and you elevating to where you need to be? There's so many other people mm-hmm. you can reach out to and learn from. Like, that's, I, I really hate hearing that because it's like you let one person stop your shine. You let one monkey stop your show. And I think one thing anybody can say about me is I don't take no for an answer. And my my whole platform is built around if you don't offer me a seat at the table, I'm going to make my own yep. table. Eventually, you're going to come ask me to sit beside me. Listen, and that's how it's happened for me in my five years because I felt there were so many times where there were women that I looked up to and they just, it, it, the, it wasn't the same feeling. It was more of you know, they, they didn't feel I was adequate or whatever the case may be. It just, it wasn't that mutual love that you get from someone that genuinely wants to see you win. So I think it's so important for me, like to carry myself in a way that's like, number one, you're not going to play with me. Like at the end of the day, I done been there, done that. I have two kids, five and 10 years old. I've Listen, I done been through it. So it's like, for me, I'm in a space now where it's about maturity. It's about making calculated decisions. I already made all the quick, fast money. I want the money that I can go and get my $2 million house and buy a building. Like, our goals are different. So it's like, you got to move different. You got to carry yourself different. And I think, you know, a lot of women don't really know who they are. They don't know what their passion lies. And they see what's happening. And they kind of go with the moment. And that's where a lot of us exclude ourselves. It's like for you, you know what you want. You know where your direction is. You don't have to dip and dabble back and forth. You're going to keep continuing on a certain path because you know that's where you're supposed to be. So I think if more women stood in the power of like, listen, I'm, I'm a cleaning industry expert. You can't tell me nothing when it comes to the cleaning industry. You can't tell me nothing when it comes to, you know, business development because this is what I do. This is my lane. And I think if more women stood in their power of saying, this is what I do, these are my credentials, this is what I have to offer, I think we would all find a better space in like cohabitating together. And I think that's just the biggest deal. And a a lot of women don't own, they don't own their superpower. Like Mm -hmm. they want to play small, because that used to be my thing. So I'm speaking from a personal standpoint and personal experience. Like I didn't own my superpowers. I was playing small. So when I was playing small, I was broke. When I inserted myself as an expert and I literally have the mindset and the confidence and the and the beliefs that, oh, I can do business in my sleep. You should come to me for business development. When it comes to marketing strategy, there's nobody greater than me. When it comes to having a sold out event, can't nobody do it like me. When I own that, it's like th- the world had no choice but to believe in me because I believe in myself. And a lot of women, we play so small, not wanting to offend anybody when these hairstylists not playing small. When they good at these lace frontals and they good at their braids, they are owning that they're the queen of braids, they're the queen of lace fronts, and they can charge you whatever they want to charge you for it, and they're going to pay it. Same thing with our industry. Once we say we are an industry leader in these fields, mm-hmm. there's no debating that because we, one, we bring value. Two, we know our worth. So nobody can negotiate that with us. Nobody can negotiate our prices. Nobody can negotiate our expertise, our wisdom, our knowledge, because we know what we know. And you come with the receipts, though. Like, right. everything you're saying, 100% spot on. And the biggest thing is the credibility. You know, I you can say you've worked with reputable people. People can co-sign and say, I've worked with her or I've sent someone to her. And it's taking that control. It's changing the narrative. It's standing in all of what your essence is in your business. And for me, like, 
being not only being a woman in this space, but being a beautiful woman. Like we, people right. don't even talk about that. Like, yeah, you could be a woman in business, but when you're an attractive woman in business, I feel like you can't, you don't get to pay the pretty card. You don't get to have pretty privilege at that point. It goes out the window because now you're looked on as, well, you're a pretty face. How did you get here? Like, mm -hmm. how did you get? And I'm like, listen, you weren't with me scrubbing them toilets for hours. You were, right. I've, you know what, my comp my cleaning business has cleaned over 3,000 houses. We've held over 200 contracts. We're about to hit year five. And I can tell you that a lot of time I was, I was in the mud with them. I was cleaning the toilets. I was doing all those things. And we want to skip the process. And when we skip the process, that's for me where I feel that imposter syndrome like bops us on the head. Ooh, because yeah. it's like, why do I feel like I'm worthy to be here? How many times do we ask ourselves that? Like, is this for me? But it's like, if you trusted yourself enough to understand where you're at, you would know that this is for you. Right. You would know that it's going to happen in the time it takes to happen. And, you know, when I, I, even me being five years in, having the knowledge base, having the relationships that I have, I still run into spots where I'm like, damn, I want to introduce this new program. But do I know that this is like the right thing to do? And whenever I fall into that space, I get a piece of paper and I write down everything that I've done that has to do with that program. So I, I'm putting out a productivity course and I'm putting my all into it because over the last couple of months, I've been doing a lot of market research. A lot of entrepreneurs that are high performing struggle, Tia, struggle with time management and productivity. Ooh, it yeah. is the biggest thing that they, they run into. This is. And exactly. And for so long, I ran from that calling because in the, in the beginning of the pandemic, I created a course, um, Time Management Mastery, and um, I, I gave it out to a lot of people for free because I, I didn't believe in the product. But when I saw what it was doing for people and I started to see like, Michelle, your methods work like this is real. That's when I, I stepped my game up and I started adding that value and I started showing up consistently. So it's all about the value, visibility and consistency. If you don't have those three things, you have nothing because you, you can't build brand authority. You can't build credibility. No one's going to want to work with you because it's like, for what? You're here today, gone tomorrow. And, exactly. And, and if you don't believe in yourself, how is anybody else going to believe in you? Exactly. So it's like, take that piece of paper, write it down. What am I good at? So I want to position myself as a time management expert. Michelle, why are you a time management expert? Well, I've had a time management mastery course that has been in the hands of m many influencers. One influencer in itself, Ellie Talks Money, she took my course and then prompted her to create hers. And she's already made $3 million off of digital products. And she's said it time and time again that where she's at now can con contribute to the course she took from me. And it's like, so that led to foundational uh, building for somebody else. But not only that, my course has been sold over 300 times. And I have reviews and I have all these things and I have people that still to this day, man, listen, if I didn't learn how to time block and day theme, Michelle, I don't, grown men were taking my course. Right. And it's the fact of it's like, sometimes you got to just throw something out there and see what sticks. And you can't even get the response that you're looking for because you're too scared to try. Right. Because so you're still sitting on that idea. And that's a good point that you just made about not waiting, like not chasing perfection, because that's a problem that a lot of us have. We will literally wait on the perfect time, man, the perfect setup, perfect camera setup, perfect outfit, perfect hairstyle. Mm -hmm. And when we, when we feel like we have it perfect, that's when we mess up the most until you just follow your heart and just do it. And just like, put it out there. Uh, the best results that I've ever received were things that I just kind of just threw out there just to see what it would be like, just to see if people would buy. And those were where my best results came from because when I spent so much time trying to perfect it or do it like I saw other people doing it, I crippled myself. Yep. And that's, that's a big thing too, that comparison. And people say it all the time, comparison kills, but not nah, like it kills your dreams. It kills your self-esteem. And it, it's all, all of these things, confidence, imposter syndrome, showing up, all those things go back to the core of who you are as a person, as a woman. And I had to dig really, really deep for a couple of weeks because I went through a really bad depression um, in December and January. And I just felt like I was giving so much of myself and I was getting nothing in return. Like when I say nothing, I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't care if everything was on fire or if it wasn't on fire. And I had to realize, like, what led me to this path? And I think being a mom, um, being a single mother, being a business owner, an entrepreneur, being the, the, the strong friend, all of these roles that we play, and I was missing out on Michelle. 
I was missing out on the core because if I'm not okay, none of this stuff runs. Nobody is taken care of. So I had to really go back and write down what makes Michelle happy? What am I good at? What do I think I'm going to excel best at? And that's when I was like, you know what? This is my season to step into my 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 time management productivity speaker bag. Like that's my time now. That's where where I feel like we as as black entrepreneurs need the most help. That's where we're depleted because what we we have our own saying, calling people time. Like yeah. what? <laughs> so I I felt like there was an immediate need. I had to realign myself because remember, if self is not okay, nothing else is gonna work. And I birthed a new Michelle, but I also birthed new meaning and purpose. And it's okay to do that. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in, you know, I can go back to, I was the queen of clean. I don't resonate with that girl. I don't resonate with her no more. I don't resonate with being the queen of clean. It's my season for that. It didn't end, but now I'm shifting to bigger and better things. And sometimes the imposter syndrome gets us in the lack of confidence because we're like, damn, is it okay if my if my mission is changing? Is it okay? My is changing, right. And we have to just remember that it's like, yes. If you're not evolving, if you're not growing, if you're not wanting to try new things, that's the problem. That's right. where you need to say, maybe I'm stagnant and I'm stuck. And that's where you need to re- reevaluate a lot of things. And I did, and I'm so grateful for it. You know, it took, sometimes you got to get, get go through hell to get to heaven, but that's okay. <laughs> And you get right. to the other side. Right. So, and that's the thing with a lot of business owners. We create, we have this thing where when we start this business, we want to make a million. When we get in these relationships, we want to find our husband day one. Mm-hmm. When we have these kids, we think we're supposed to birth well-mannered, groomed kids. <laughs> just understand that that's just not the case. When you want, when you want heaven for yourself, you have to create the heaven on earth. Like, you have to create this. This mm-hmm. is something that falls in your lap from business to relationships to, to children and parenting that's just not how life works so you have to create this space for you and like michelle said you have to dig deep to find it so i know for me i used to struggle with the idea of i struggle with the idea of people judging me because i was changing because i was evolving like that used to be really hard for me because i didn't want people to feel like oh i'm hollywood i'm fake or i think i'm better than this better than that person that was not it what i learned was i had outgrown these people outgrown Mm -hmm. i was doing more I was doing the work for myself to chase my dreams, reach my dreams, have the life that I want to live, have the healthy, beautiful, smart kids, have the loving relationship, have the successful business. If I'm doing this work for me to have it all, why should I worry about you hating me for having it all or or judging me for having it all when I know what I'm doing on my end? Like, I know I'm putting in the work. So why am I losing sleep about it? So that would be very crippling for me in the past because I was so worried about people feeling like, oh, dang, Tia got the perfect life. Tia get this. Tia get that. Everybody just loved Tia. And I had to tell myself, like, what, like, what am I, why am I playing small? Why am I not popping my shit and enjoying my accomplishments? Mm-hmm. And being like, I see people on social media all the time. And like, I feel like had it all together. Those were the people who I looked up to. I wasn't looking to the celebrity influencers, you know, the mm-hmm. rapper almost with all the designer and the change. That wasn't who I wanted to be. I wanted to be the woman that had it all in every area, not just the material stuff, but a good work-life balance, great children, a healthy marriage, um, a great, a healthy bank account. Like that's the type of stuff that I study, those type of people that I follow. And I naturally became that person because I truly believe that you are what you consume. Of course. And the type of books you read, uh-huh. the TV shows you watch, the people that you hang around. I truly believe in that saying, you hang around five millionaires, you'll become the six. All of my mentors and friends are millionaires. And that's the same track that I'm on because they're literally teaching me the game in every conversation. Yeah. You don't, you can't, you cannot waste away with things that don't concern you. And, and you mentioned something before and you're like, you know, standing up and showing up and popping your shit and all those things. Yeah. Like I am too good for, for bullshit. I am too good to be around people that only got negative things to say about other people. I don't gossip. I don't keep my mouth on nobody because I learned the hard way. I learned, I used to be a mean girl. I used to be this. I used to be that. And I had to learn that the woman that I ultimately want to become, it's called sacrifice. You have to sacrifice so much to get to the next level and we're I believe as women we get scared we get scared to get thrown out of our comfort zone we get scared of those things you Ooh. mentioned that you wanted to have a fruitful you know marriage you wanted to have certain things and you know I do too and I had to realize what does that look like for me 
What does that look like? What is success in my eyes? You know, someone may think success is a bust down Rolly and a Rolls Royce. I think success is being able to wake up every day and do whatever I want. If right. I don't feel like working, I'm not doing that. If I don't feel like doing anything, I'm just not. And, <laughs> and you know, you have to re-image your life to fit what it is you see those things. Because, listen, we can, we can look at Jada Wada and all these other influencers all day and want that body and want them diamonds and all those things. But at the end of the day, is that is that fit your narrative? Does that right. fit the narrative of the, what you ultimately want for your life? And if, the thing about it is, one thing about destiny and um and the life that's designed for you, you can try to be these people, but life is going to pull you in another direction. Uh, like, and you may not even know it or understand why, but it's like because that's not the life that God has designed for you. So you may want this so so bad. Like for me, I literally wanted to like. I feel like I, I had this image of, like, fancy cash. I just want to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, big time baller bitch. Like, my friends had bust downs. I wanted bust downs. And I used to be like, dang, like, my friends got real nice um, watches, necklaces, cars, all this stuff, and I don't have it. Why? Because God knew I didn't need it in that season. He said, T, you're going to start this business. You're going to take that 20000 and, and invest in your business. You're going to take this 10000 20000 and start getting you some investment properties and set your kids up for what they need because they don't have kids right now. You do so your season looks different from the, than uh -huh. you're not gonna be the friend with the with the Rolexes and, and the chains and the nice cars and stuff in this season. That's not what I want for you. And as bad as I wanted to be like my friends, that one thank God that God didn't let me do it because I'm I'm so successful in my own way and I know that my rollies and my chains and all that stuff is coming when I'm ready for it. Mm -hmm. But two, I have amazing friends in my circle who didn't make me feel bad about having another lane, like taking another direction. My friends never looked down on me for not having a Rolex. They never looked down on me for not having chains and, and, and cars and, and a closet full of designer. When I went and got my first designer bag, my friends cheered me on like, girl, you deserve this. You work so hard. Like, uh -huh. you still appreciate yourself. They didn't make me feel like, girl, you late. Why you ain't got this? Why you ain't got that? And I was so thankful for those type of friends because some people aren't blessed to have that. Some people are depressed and stressed and miserable because they're trying to keep up with their friends and their friends make them feel bad because they don't walk the same walk as them. Exactly. No, you're hitting the nail on the head completely. And it's the same thing for me. You know, a lot of people would would think, you know, social media creates a perception where people think they know you. No, you know of me. Like, it's right. a very big difference. I show social media maybe five to seven percent of what my life really is. And it's just when you become a person of influence, people are intentionally watching you. Everyone thinks they know you. They think, you know, you got this big house car. First of all, Listen, I don't do anything to make other people feel like I got something that I don't. Right. Any perception that you put out, I don't I don't put out my numbers for my business, what I make. I'm not that type of person to be like, this is my bank account. Come work with me. No. If you can't understand where I'm coming from with the value I provide and the results that I do show, then you're not my target client. I'm not about to sit here and dumb myself down. And this is no tea, no shade for anybody that does that. But that's just not, I'm a, I'm a very transparent and authentic person. Right. When I started my brand, I started it with a six-week-old baby, a four-year-old, because I had to use my oldest son, my, my oldest son's piggy bank to buy my youngest son diapers. That was the pivotal moment for me. So for me to then come now, five years later, and and kind of shit on my existence before like nah i don't i just i don't operate like that oh you just said something oh you just said something where well, you shitting on your own existence that's yeah a, that's not fair girl it's people out here who literally spend their whole life competing with the next person or, or jumping from lane to lane feeling like they can do it because the next person is doing it and it's working for them i only operate out of passion i only do things that i love and i enjoy doing i will never do something because i see somebody else doing it i'll never exactly they oh well, i'm competing with michelle or michelle got this because i truly understand i understand the power of process there the, Ooh, girl. The process, let me get my sticky note the power of process i love that <laughs> the power of process and the journey like i feel like experience is the best teacher i can't be who i am if i didn't go through what i went through and me yeah. trying to jump through hoops and skip skip the process i'm not gonna do all that business is hard enough 
<laughs> yeah, like it's like living living my life is hard enough. Why do I want your life and try to live your life and then skip my own process and my own um, experiences that I can gain by trying to be where you at? And then I end up miserable because if I'm not doing what you're doing, now I'm looking at you crazy. Now I'm hating on you. When we could have been friends, we could have been partners. I could have learned from you and applied that to my process and been even further ahead. Either so where I'm at now, and that's the problem, boo. Like, you know, it's it's. I hate to always call out the elephant in the room. But I have to do it because I feel like it, that's me. I'm always, my dad always taught me what comes up, comes out. And it's never failed me in the amount of time that I've been a person of influence or whether I've been in business. Because the fact remains is that when you're honest with yourself and when you're honest with what you want out of your life, because once again, what success is to you may not be what it is to the next person. And there's some people that are so lost in their own identity in not knowing their own identity that they they cling to the people that, that they like. They start to pick up a little bit of Tia. They pick up a little bit of Michelle. They pick up a little bit of this person. And they lose themselves. And then they end up in a space where they're hating other people and not understanding. But it's just like when you know yourself. And I, went, I, was, popping in, I was talking about this on Instagram yesterday. When you really love yourself and know yourself and trust yourself, you will not be seeking outside counsel on what is for you because mm-hmm. you will already know, listen, if this is how I feel about this situation, I'm going to stand on that because right. that's me feeling that way. That's not me coming from a space of, you know, and, and I'm not saying don't ask your friends for advice, but when it comes to co-signing your vision, that ain't for nobody but you. That's right. it. And if you feel like you need other people to co-sign it, then that means that there is a, a, a deficit inside of yourself and you need to look in and see what is blocking the fact that I'm not trusting myself enough to know that God in the universe put this inside of me and I need other people to help me pull it out. It don't work like that. That is not how this works. And I try to advocate for that. And I'm like, if what you got inside of you doesn't wake you up with fire to make it burn and to make the success come, then there's something wrong. You shouldn't need somebody else motivating you every single day to get your ass up and do the work. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And another thing about like imposter syndrome is just missing out on opportunities because you don't feel qualified enough or somebody has like, you know, told you that you weren't good enough. And they only told you that because they were they they were scared. It Uh was their fear. They didn't think they were capable of doing it. So they projected that on you. Now you don't feel like you're capable. So you passing up on opportunities when whole time you sitting on gifts, like real gifts, real value, real talent. And you scared to show up. That was a thing for me. I used to literally pass up on opportunities because I feel like, why these people don't invite me to the room? And that was the key word. They invited me. Once I realized that, like they invited me for a reason, all I got to do is just show up and show my value, insert my insert insert my value inside the room. It like literally the opportunities became endless for me. I literally wake up to emails and phone calls that are blessings to my life and my kids life every single day because I started to show up for myself if you don't show up for you who else will people can give you these great spills these great introductions say oh this is Michelle she do this this is mm-hmm. you know so and so she do she's great at this but then when you play small, it's like, well, I mean, they they hyped you up, but I, I mean, I don't see how it's really credible. I don't see what, yeah. up for yourself, no, ma'am. When I walk in rooms, I walk in rooms like I belong there. Like I walk in rooms like God sent me there, and I'm here to take over the room. I own the room, always, and that's that confidence. Like confidence has allowed me for people to remember me. Like I'm a very big person on um, energy. And in everything that I do, like even down to the way I wear my hair, I I have a short haircut. My hair is always platinum blonde, like my aesthetic of who I am, like that makes people remember, they remember me because of that. And I always want to be memorable because I'm here for a reason. I understand my purpose. So when I walk into a room, I don't care who's in that room. And it's not an arrogant thing. It's that I can do something in my, in, in my space. I know that I'm better at everybody in that room at something. Right. So there's there's no there's no reason why I'm not qualified to be here. I'm qualified. And nine times out of ten, I was invited to be here. So I'm definitely qualified. Right. And the thing is, is that like advocate for yourself and advocate for your business, because at the end of the day, everybody is in their own industry. Everybody has their own lane. So when I'm coming into a room and I'm talking about the cleaning industry, 
I know. I got five years in. I got 50,000 hours in one industry alone. There is no way if someone knows something about it, that's great. Let's let's combine our knowledge. But the things that I've known, the type of money that I've made, and not only that, I'm also a cleaning industry coach, and I've added an, over $200,000 in revenue to other cleaning businesses all over. Right now, Tia, I have a client in um, Grenada and a client that I just signed on in Canada. These are not even Amer- like they're not even in America, right? But they know your name and your. They, they're, I'm in. Con- I'm on another continent right now, so it's like, why would I dumb myself down because I don't feel like I deserve to be? I deserve to be everywhere because that's where God has placed me in that moment. Absolutely, and I trust and believe that no matter what that timing looks like, I'm going to be exactly where I need to be in that moment. And because I trust myself and my process, I know it's okay. Right. And that's so powerful. And another thing, like a point that you had made, I think is um, super important to know, even when you walk in these rooms and you probably don't feel like you're qualified to be here because you see people in fancy suits and cars and they talk a certain type of way, act a certain type of way, look a certain type of way. That matters not. You know why? Because I would take advantage of just being in the room and getting to know the people that's in the room so they can get me where I need Mm -hmm. to be. Like, that's another thing. Like, some of us feel like, well, I ain't, I don't have the experience or I haven't started my business yet or I'm in this season of my life, so I'm not ready. The point is, you still leaving out the room, not even not even thinking, like, maybe you in this room to connect with somebody. Maybe you in this uh-huh. room to, to bring good energy to the room. There's a reason why you're in the room. It may not be for business. It may not be to walk out the room with a big check or a big thousand million dollar client. It may be to bring good energy to the room um to make somebody else's day to be a resource to somebody or maybe to put your friends on who could yep. have could have um benefited from being in the room but couldn't make it like you're in the room for a reason you just need to realize you just need to get in the room like that's the main thing get in the room and god gonna show you why you in there at some point exactly there's you- so much so much power in proximity there's so much power in relationships. I mean, I could even talk about my relationship with Charles, with, with Todd Capital, Todd. and how I'm now the co-host of the Millionaire Podcast. Like, a lot of people may not know this, and um, but I started his mastermind, and I grew it, and I, I helped him g- develop that brand on that side of things, and I helped him grow all of that, and so I, I did the work. I put in the value. It's not because I'm just, I got a pretty face and he thinks I'm cool. Like I worked, worked with him. Like to the point to where one day my computer, my, I had a MacBook Air and it shorted and I don't know what happened, but it stopped working. And I called him. I said, listen, boss, man, my deadline is going to get pushed back because I got to go get a new computer. This man next dayed me a brand new MacBook Pro so that I could finish doing the job. Like we have a relationship. And so when you build these relationships and now we're planning on doing like a 10 state tour for the podcast, like the amount of things that open up for you when you decide to step into your power, it's, it's amazing. I, my mentor always tells me when you ask for, for money, you get advice. When you ask for advice, you get money, which is why it's so important to always bring the value, to always ask questions, to always listen to what people got to say and then and then ask accordingly. And when they see the intent, that's when the money flows. Right. That is when it all happens. Right. You are absolutely right about that. And that's also like, I actually, when I first started following you, Michelle, I used to see you and Ty interacting a lot. So I know that like what you're saying is factual because I seen y'all like getting it in the mud on Twitter. Like, Listen, I, girl, we was we was getting checks on Twitter during the pandemic day. Listen, I was there. I was a witness to that. Like I follow Ty. Like he's amazing as well. And I can't wait to work with him at some point. Um, so I got on the podcast. Yeah, make sure y'all get me on the podcast because I'm ready for my interview. But um, yeah. we'll talk about that after this. Oh yeah, we'll talk about it after the show. Yeah, but um, yeah, like that's the thing. Like just being a woman in a male-dominated industry, because Michelle, how I saw you was it was a whole bunch of males like really running the investment, you know, running stocks, running that type of thing, and then it was always Michelle inserting her value, and that's what attracted me to you. That's what attracted me to her, and now it's like me and Michelle, like, really making shit happen together, and really, like, feeding off each other's energy every day, and that's what, like, people don't understand that, whether it's a 
physical space where you go into networking events or whether it's a virtual space like Twitter. Like, look at the connections, you know what I'm saying, that I talk yeah. about on episodes every single day. Like, I got podcast guests that live that's from Trinidad and Tobago. Like, I got people, you know, flying in from all over the world just to come to my event at the end of the year, every year, manifesting over mimosas. They want to be in the room because they know they're going to connect with somebody that's going to change their life. Like, you can't take take advantage of sleep on moments and opportunities like this because people are creating these spaces to put you on and you have to understand you may not walk in this room with anything but you're gonna leave out with something guaranteed exactly and that's that's the thing like the the what i think a big thing and we need to touch on it is expectation right the fact is is that in business everything is you can't have such a high expectation because things can fall through at any moment. Nothing is guaranteed. So when you come in with a grateful heart, every day when I wake up, I just say, you know what? Regardless of anything, I'm just grateful to be here. Right. I'm grateful to be in the room. Even if whatever happens, happens. The fact is, is my face was seen. I was able to make some type of connection with somebody. And I was able to put myself in a different environment. Do you know how hard it is as a business owner to consistently show up on live? to consistently promote yourself, it's not easy. And I, I want people to stop thinking that this is so simple. People don't are, are not always confident to go on live and pop their shit. I mean, I am because, listen, who's going to stop me? Y'all gonna right. listen. But there's some people that just, that's not them. That's not their personality. And that's okay, but you got to make it up somewhere else. Whether it's advocating in the background, whether it's sending DMs to people, whether it's doing business-to-business -business sales, whatever that looks like, you have to find what works for you and push it forward because I'm not the type of I'm a coach I'm a business coach I'm not the type of coach to say well you got to go on live and if you don't want to do that you're not going to win Nah, we need to figure out a way that's going to work for you so if that means you pre-recording your videos and then posting them or doing you know practicing first or me going on live with you we need to find a different solution it's not it's not that it's wrong it's just that you learn differently your style is different right and I think if more women kind of slow down a little bit to see really where they their comfort zones are instead of just giving up after one failed attempt yep and it would just it would make for a better space and you know i used to not always be this confident i don't want y'all to think that i just woke up nah like it took it took a minute you know i've been through some shitty relationships whether it been business partnerships or actual relationships like you people tend to forget we're human i bleed the same blood as you i have kids i have a life i have I have problems just like everybody else does. You know, my problems may not be on the same level as yours. However, we all experience life. So nobody should be, you know, downing anyone. Oh, because you got this and you got that. Yeah, but when I got this and I got that, my problems 10 x I don't have, I got big girl problems now. I got my kids' school costs $16,000 a year type. That's not a problem, but that's the type of stuff I'm looking at. Right. And that's type of that and your so your goals are different. So when we talk about like people, their season in their life and how you competing with somebody or you want somebody else's life and that's gonna fuck up your self esteem essentially because we all got different drives. We all have different ambitions. So you can be mad at Michelle for killing these six figure months and six figure years consistently when her goals are different. She can't afford to make anything less. But then you you don't like anybody else, they don't really have no real goals or they don't have a sixteen thousand dollar a year um tuition to to pay so they can work for less but it's like when you put your mind to when you set a goal for yourself i don't set small goals i know a lot of books will tell you set small goals and you hear a lot of people saying oh break this down i i break my goals down but i don't set small goals because what i learned is when i set small goals i do small work Ooh. That's the word. <laughs> when I say small goals, I do small work, and that's never going to be okay for me because I I operate in excellence. I won't. I give everything one hundred and ten percent at all times. I'm never going to do something if I'm not passionate about it. I'm never going to do something if I'm not going to put my all into it because the work is a reflection of me and what I produce. People are going to remember Tia Coleman's name was attached to it, and I don't attach my name to mess because my name is all I have. Exactly, and I that's that's a whole like that right there. A lot. What a lot of people don't realize is, and Tia, correct me if I'm wrong. When you first started off, you did have, you did set moderate goals because you didn't know what you were capable of. Like right. you grew to right. set really, really big goals. Right. So it wasn't straight out the gate because I was the same way. I would set goals that were attainable, but then as I got bigger, and when I after I made my first hundred k, I was like, Michelle, what are you doing? No, 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 no. So it's a different vibe. But like with everything else, yes, like. You, you have, if, if you don't challenge yourself, how are you going to grow? 
exactly. the comfort zone never created winners or champions. I can tell you that for sure. Right. Like, and I've failed probably as many times as I succeeded. And right. Just, you know, it's just for me, I'm a risk taker. I'm a bet it all on myself. Like, I don't, I'll go for broke. I don't care because I'm, I know I'm crazy about it. Like, I, like you said, I have a 16,000 and that's just for my children's school. That's not even for all the bills. my <laughs> house, my other business expenses. That's not for nothing. I take care of my family. So it's like when I'm popping my shit and I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm making five, $10,000 a day. It's because I got big girl problems. I, I have employees to feed, to make sure they take care of their families. So when it comes to my name, I like people be like, oh, you can't care what people think. It's not that I care what people think, but you're not going to play with me. And you're not going to play with what I built. This is my legacy on the line. This is my children on the line. This is my livelihood on the line. So when you decide to step outside the box and say something that's out of line, unnecessary, you better, you better be very careful how you gossip on my name. Because there's people like me that keep lawyers on retainer. For people that that want to talk reckless, that have issues, because a cease and desist is is, is a five hundred dollar call away, but it's, it comes down. It's I just I operate in a space here where people just know not to play with me. Like you, I don't I don't get mixed up in drama. I don't get mixed up in that type of stuff because I don't present myself in a way on social media for anyone to even think. I would be involved in that type in that type of match. Absolutely, and how you carry yourself is how people address you. I don't carry myself as a messy person, so people don't even bring me mess. I literally remember the year where I was going through a rough breakup, and I literally sent a text message to all my friends and said, "Hey, don't send me anything else regarding this man. If anything on his page, you know what I'm saying, you know before I wanted to see it or whatever the case may have been or got something to do with another female, don't send it to me. Because that's when I started doing the self-work myself, planting those seeds to be a better woman. Uh -huh. You know what? Out of sight, out of mind. So now it becomes a habit or it's just a lifestyle to carry myself where I don't do mess. I don't like mess. I don't entertain it. I don't care about what's going on. Like I'm, I'm a human. I'm woman. I catch the tea. People come bring me the tea often. However, I don't engage in it. Because that's what they that's want. Different. They want that reaction. Because listen, when they talk about they talk about you, because when they talk about themselves, nobody cares. No right. one cares. And I had to realize that a lot of times in things that have happened on my end, it's like nobody would know who you were if you weren't standing next to me. So let's humble you in that aspect. And I always have to remind myself because listen, who I was, who I am now, girl, my mouth is ridiculous, mm -hmm. and I and I don't care. I didn't care. I care now because I have a lot. I got a lot to live for, but before I did not care and I would address everything because it was like, why you feel like you, you can speak on my name, but it's just like now in the space I'm in, it's that people that tend to attack you for who you are. It's because they're fighting. It's projection. It's they're fighting their own demons. It's, you know, it's hard when you feel like you've been working and you're not seeing the fruits of your labor, but everybody else around you is winning. That's hard. I'm not going to lie as a woman. I've had to remove myself back back in the day and be like, yo, am I really feeling some type of way about my friend? Why? For what? And I would right. have a conversation about it because I can own up to my shit. I can talk about it. We can have a conversation. I can I can have uncomfortable conversations. And we don't it don't gotta be bad energy. It don't gotta be an argument. Right. And that really takes like work and that takes, you know, like you you talking to yourself, talking to God, the universe, whatever, about like, hey, make me a better person so I'm more understanding, you know, of my place in people's lives or my where I'm supposed to be at. So I'm not intimidated by someone else's success or someone else's happiness. I had to get people like that from around me as well. Like I literally felt like I would have people around me who wanted to be just like me. And then you ultimately would hate me for the same reason you love exactly. me. Exactly. ain't winning how I'm winning. But the thing is, you're not putting the work I'm putting in. You think you're going to win these type, you're going to get these type of wins from being around me, but you're not going to do the work. That's not how life works. Nope. And you cannot. <laughs> I'm still a winner. <laughs> you are. But one, I can give y'all a word. You cannot be friends with somebody that wants your life. Right. You cannot. You cannot. They will never be happy and nothing will ever be enough. And I had to learn that because the same way you are, your personality is here. You people, people come to you. you. You're a healer. Like people want you. They want your energy. They want to feel you. So, you know, that discernment has to be on high. That just, I pray every day when I wake up, God, give me the discernment to know who's for me, who is not for me, remove and replace. That has been what I'm in this season right now. Remove. I, 
If it's not, if it's here today, gone tomorrow, it's because it was supposed to be gone. It was never supposed to be here. Right. And I think as we, I've it's gotten little. older, yeah. Yeah. as yeah. I've gotten older, allowing those disconnects to happen. You know, sometimes we ask God to reveal things for us and we're so stuck in how we want this vision in our head, what we want it to be, that he'll reveal it. And you're like, nah, not like that. I need, I need something else. I need some other, some, some else. And you wonder why you're stuck in a stagnant state. I'm gonna let y'all know now, bad energy scares away the money. Blessings. Nothing will come through to you if you are not properly aligned on all channels. Mm -hmm. So if I can encourage y'all to do anything, do the deep work. Do the work that's on the inside. That resentment that you're holding towards your ex, that resentment you're holding towards your baby daddy, that resentment you're holding towards your best friend that uh, you felt like abandoned you and this is not, let it go. Right. Let you it go. Lessons. Like you're literally closing your heart up and you're, and you're closing up your, the ability to be pierced by good, by, by good energy and blessings because you won't let stuff go. Like you're harboring onto that hate and you, you spend so much time focusing on who wronged you, who you got to get back. If your motive is to see just a shit on the next person, you're never going to get the blessings that you really want and you deserve. So me, like I said, I operate in excellence, I operate in gratitude, I operate in, in abundance because I know like, I don't hold on to any hate for anybody. My true life mission is to help other people. And, and my success is, is basically contingent upon the person's success next to me. You know what I'm saying? So I want to put others in a position to win because I know the more good that I do, the more good is going to come back to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you holding on to, to so much, like y'all got to learn how to do the work and let go because it's literally blocking you from receiving great things. Like it's literally, that's what's crippling you and why you have imposter syndrome feeling like you're not good enough because you're not happy on the inside like you you're not doing the real work that you need to be doing to receive anything good to come your way exactly because you don't feel like you're worthy of it and that's a problem why do you not feel like you're deserving of every dream and aspiration that's put on your heart you know i i used to be like that i used to be like you know what i i i didn't believe i could make a hundred thousand dollars because i was like what am i that, that's not me that's not you know the lifestyle i, I had you know i grew up my parents had money. We were great. It was after I had my first son. I really started experiencing life for what it was. Mm -hmm. And I was a single mom at it. You know, it was just so many different things hitting me. So to see what money problems were, I didn't understand that until my adulthood, which I'm so, so grateful for. But it's like I also was kind of behind on the spectrum because I didn't know what broke was. I was like, oh, this is what this is what this feels like. Like, this okay. is what it is. So okay. I had to learn how to celebrate going from not having a savings to having 500 in my savings to having a thousand in my savings. So I had to learn so much, but it was accepting it. And it was sharing the failure of getting to that space. And it was understanding that I didn't know what this lifestyle was like until I actually had to live it. And now this is how I'm gonna get myself out of it. And it's just being factual, like stop holding on to the what ifs, what cans, what it would have been. What is the reality of the situation? That is how you overcome imposter syndrome. What is the reality of why we're here? Why do you feel like you're not worthy to teach on this subject? Why do you feel you're not worthy to charge $3,500? You know, there is a market for everything. And we have to make sure that when we create products and services in our business and, you know, everyone's like, charge your worth, charge your worth. However, that's great. I want you to always charge your worth. But I want you to make sure that when you sit down and you write down everything that you're capable of doing, does that add up to what you feel like your worth is? And then I need you to look at the market value because you can say you're worth $5,000, but if the current market value says you're worth $3,500, you're going to have to do a little bit more work to get to that $5,000. So you have to be realistic with everything when it comes to imposter syndrome and facing it. And then you got to accept it for what it is. It might not be your high ticket season and that's okay. Right. Prepare yourself for that. It's the value, the visibility, the consistency. So if you want to have it in a space, you know, I have a coaching, you know how Instagram shows you what you were doing last year or two years ago. Mm -hmm. My first cleaning coaching program Tia, was $597 for, for eight weeks for everything that I do now. Guess how much my program is now three years later. It's 35 or 5,000. It's 5,500 and it's about to go up to seven because I just learned how to do government. I'm just getting certified in government contracting. Government contracting, right. Right. And that's so what's like here too, government contracting. Uh-huh. One, one coaching. <laughs> the, the price is going up. Right. But that's because I'm now, 
I'm not just saying, oh, I added it. I'm, I'm at my fifth year in business. No, I'm adding on a skill set that is going to allow me to bring in probably over million dollar, over six figure contracts to cleaning companies. Right. So it's just like, if you're going to pop your shit and you're going to charge what you charge, make sure that your credentials, make sure your experience, your clients, your everything is lined up to fit that. And then you won't feel like, you know, you're, you're, you're needing to overcome imposter Also, consistency. When you're consistently on your brand, when you are consistently posting, consistently showing up, you, you don't have time for imposter syndrome at that point because you're, you're putting out so much content. You're doing so much that you don't have time to think, how are people going to care about this? How are they going to take it in? You're going to see what sticks. Take the spaghetti, throw it at the wall. If it's cooked, it'll sit on the wall. I promise you. If it's not, it'll fall down. Figure out what it is that you got to do and just start throwing it. Keep throwing it. And don't the consistency. I can't, I cannot like yell at this phone enough, girl, <laughs> about why consistency is so important. Because you can have talent. You could be beautiful. You could have crazy, crazy, you know, you could work hard, crazy worth ethic. But if you're not consistent, nobody cares about who you are. Right. Here today, gone tomorrow. Right. No, you're not lying. You're definitely not lying about that. Like, if you're not consistent, it's like I'll like it's gonna be tumbleweeds when it comes to clients and customers. Because if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't show up for yourself, why would I believe that you're gonna deliver for me? So consistency is like a huge thing that a lot of us struggle with. But I can tell you, my consistency. When I'm consistent, my bank account reflects it. When I'm inconsistent, my bank account reflects it. Girl, can you let's tweet that? Because <laughs> <laughs> listen, you that you is the one thing girl, I do know. Tag me, girl. You can have that tweet, but like put it on the shirt. Like when you're consistent, like your bank account will reflect it, and when you're inconsistent, your bank account will reflect it. Like point blank, period. There's really no other way to say it because it's true for me. I learned that. So for me, it's like, T, you got to get on your shit. Like, you can't just be lounging around not doing nothing because when you're not working, you're not eating. And I know, like, it was a person that told me this. I didn't even say a person. It was my boyfriend that told me in the beginning of our relationship, one of his models is what you, what you, what you kill, you eat. And if you ain't out here killing shit, you ain't eating. eating. And there, I get, sometimes, I'm not even going to lie because this happens, I'll have maybe, I'll make like maybe five grand in two days and I'll be like, you know what? I could chill. But then me being just who I am, you know, I'm eating crab boils and I'm like, oh, I want to go shopping and oh, I need this new laptop and oh, I needed to go invest in a camera and there's five bands gone. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So I run into problems where I need to learn how to govern myself more accordingly because I love making money. I mean, I, one thing that I constantly preach on and I, I don't care, this is probably an un unpopular opinion. You don't open up a business to make an impact. I'm sorry. When you open up a business, it is to make profits. Right. If you are trying to make an impact, go open up a nonprofit. Right. That's, or, or go work with someone that has a mission that you agree with. We have to get out of this, oh, no, I got to make an impact. I got to save the world. No, you don't. Create your product. Make your money. The influence comes when you, when you, make your, when you do your thing. I didn't get into business and start cleaning. To, to, to motivate anybody to do it. I didn't, I don't care about like, no, I got into this because I had two kids that I needed to take care of and I needed to run up a check. So when it comes down to people saying your business has to influence people, it has to inspire them. No, your business needs to make profits. It needs right. to be marketable and it needs to sell. Right. Everything comes after that. You're right. You are absolutely right. She ain't telling not one lie, y'all. Like the, the, the priority should be the profit. Anything after that, that comes from you just doing the work and being good at what you're exactly. doing. Exactly. The notoriety comes from the work. And we, we try to skip the work to get to the notoriety. And it's like, I'm sorry, but... Now you're mad because you, you, you ain't got the notoriety that you want because that's because nobody sees the work that you put in. Because it doesn't last. It's fleeting. So it's like um, it's like an Instagram story. You up for 24 hours and then you're done. Exactly. Exactly. I choose the check, Tia. I want, I want the, I want the funds in the account. I, that's how I want to see my notoriety. I want to yeah. get. Period. Me too, girl. Me too. The rest of that stuff, I feel like the rest of that stuff is superficial. It'll come when it comes. Cause me, I'll be put up in the house, but my work will, my work 
I don't have to be out on the scene being everywhere, doing everything because my work speaks for itself. My work follows me around. People know what I'm capable of. So my name or my name is being mentioned in rooms that I'm not even in. Uh-huh. And, and that's, that's, that's what the work in. And people don't want to do the work, but they don't realize the opportunities that come from doing the work. Like so much good comes from doing the work. So you might be exhausted. You might be over it. You might be overwhelmed. You might be tired because you feel like nobody's realizing, noticing what you're doing and nobody's giving you credit for it. The credit will come. I've been doing this thing for a long time. And I can honestly say this year alone is the is my best year yet. This year alone is where I feel like it's the beginning of 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 the re is it's the beginning of a new me because I'm literally in, headed to a new, a new tax bracket this year. And it's from all these years of doing the work, keeping my head down. And that's the thing like it's a five for me, I've been a five year overnight success like and I'm still I still don't even see myself in the way a lot of people do because I feel like I still have so much more to do because for me, like I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I am. I can be very lazy because I know I can. I know how to make money, so it's like I know if I need to run up a check real quick, I know how to do that. So it's right, like, <laughs> you know. So it's like because with my cleaning business, I that's my easy money. I can book out 15 houses and I can make five thousand dollars right then. Like, and I could I could even go as far as saying I could do the work myself and and be straight profit and just do sweat equity. But right. it's like, no, I'm, 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 I'll be, I always say this now, I'm about to be 30. I'm five years in, I got two grown children. Like I gotta, I gotta manage my life better. And because of that, I, I govern myself accordingly. I know that there has to be budgets in place. I know these things, you know, my credit has to be right. My, uh, the, everything has to fall in line because ultimately I know the kind of woman I want to be. And I see her and I envision her and I make vision boards about her because ultimately if I'm not trying to strive to be the better woman, nothing else is going to make sense. I, I can't be a wife to no man. I can't be a decent mother to my children if I'm not okay with myself. Absolutely. You are absolutely right. And that's a whole other podcast in itself. So we, <laughs> we need to table that conversation and, and make sure we like do a follow-up episode for that. Like just um, envisioning the woman that you want to be to be who you need to be to other people. Definitely. Um, and just, but, if I could just speak one, one quick thing, because, you know, I'm a single mom and I advocate for my single parents. Like, I hate when I see single moms, like wearing that as a badge of honor. Like I want people to understand, like, being a single mother is not, that's not the thing people make it out to be. You were never supposed to do this journey on your own. And I'm not saying feel bad for yourself or anything like that, but you're a woman that is a mother and you have your children and that's what it is. Like, don't succumb to that, that name because, you know, I used to play that, not the victim card, but for me, I, in my own opinion, I feel like when, when I used to call myself a single mom, it was out of victimization, not because of me identifying with something. Right. And I had to realize, like, I don't identify with being a single mother. Like, that's it's it's something that is there, but I'm not. I, I'm a powerful mom. I'm a woman. I'm a single woman, regardless of whatever that looks like. But for me to to sit there and say I'm a single mom, I didn't. No, 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 no. I was like that before, but I'm not like that now. When I changed that perception, everything shifted for me. The way I parented my child, my my child, my kids. I got two boys. The way I parent my boys, I became a more gentle parent. Like. When I changed the way I was talking to myself, the way I was all of these things, like single mom has such a negative connotation attached to it. So it's just like in the same regard for, for your business. When you claim you're booked and busy, you're wishing chaos in your business. Because when you look at the definition of busy, it's just moving actively. Like there is no purpose behind it. So right. it's like we're productively producing. So it's a difference. Like stop speaking these phrases and, and, and telling yourself these things no, speak in your life what you want. I'm a queen. I am so smart. I'm so intelligent. There is no one that can do me better than I can. And I know that. And it's just like, that's how I've been able to push forward. Because guys, I've been through some stuff, man. Right. We all have. And, and to touch on the point that you said about like how you speak to yourself, I literally changed the conversations that I have with myself or the way I speak to myself. Because like you said about being booked and busy. No, one of my business coaches, her name is Latasha Brooks. Um, She wrote a book called Paid and Free. 
once I realized, like, oh, no, we're not booked and busy. We paid and free. That's the motto for now on. Like, the I game. love that. I really feel that way about myself. Like, I make my money and I do what I, I wake up every morning doing what I want to do. And I don't feel the need to clock in on anyone else's job to make their dreams come true. I don't bash nine to fives, but I know I never work for anybody else because I'm more than capable of running my own company and making it what it's supposed to be. So I just talk so positive to myself and I speak life into everything where I give myself permission to be bold in my authentic authenticity like exactly permission to manifest the dream the life that i dream of i give myself the permission to speak life into myself speak life into my children and my 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 friends goals my my boyfriend's goals like i do that for people and i i feel like me as a healer I make people confident enough to speak life into their own selves when they didn't believe into it. When they have these limited beliefs for themselves, like I make people feel comfortable or I do it so much for myself. It gives people the courage to do it for themselves. Exactly. God, you speaking like this to me right now. Cause I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Yes. yes. Like I am like so big on that, but that's like a whole nother episode in itself. Yes. <laughs> and it's a realness. And I feel like it's time to wrap this one up and make them wait for more because <laughs> like your energy is just so magnetic and i know you're gonna end up coming back on the um on the podcast to drop some more gems and give us some more game because literally like the way you speak life into me and give me so much confidence i know there are people listening because i have over a hundred thousand listeners on this podcast and i know they are they have been touched by what to you boo that's amazing right i know they have been touched by what you've been talking about today so I just appreciate you so much for coming on to the platform and sharing your area of expertise with us. So can you tell the people one more time how to find you or any big announcements that you may have? Yes, definitely. Um, and thank you so much for having me, boo. But you can find me on uh, Instagram at I am Michelle Welch, um, my website, primabusinessagency.com. And I'm about to launch three different programs. My um, members, uh, we have a membership uh accountability time management membership that's coming out to subscription it's monthly we're gonna have um, meetups and all of that stuff and then i have a productivity like course coming out and it's gonna be amazing so dope i'm gonna be hosting a free webinar about it in the next two weeks and then my time management mastery if you are needing to to manage your time if you're needing to just kind of get on track and get a better understanding go to my website, primabusinessagency.com and you can buy it off of there. I will, Tia, I will give you a code for everybody. So if anyone wants to go ahead and purchase it for listening to the podcast, I'm going to take care of y'all. But thank you so much, Boo, for having me and I got you anytime you need me. Yes, ma'am. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. If you love the show, rate and review it on the Apple Podcast app and make sure y'all give some love to Michelle. Let her know what you guys learned from her. Send her a message. Um, encourage her, pour into her because I know the way she blesses my life she definitely blessed some of y'all today until next time yes